A big welcome to you, uh, Professor Ngubane. Good evening and thank you very much for joining us. Uh, good, good evening to you and your listeners. Now, when it comes to the role of kings specifically, but kings and traditional leaders in our democratic society, what is their actual role? Uh, I think uh, the role of the traditional leaders is more of uh, applying a patronage power because they are not uh, their roles are not clearly defined by our legislation, except that uh, Chapter 11 did uh, establish the traditional uh, layers, the council and the traditional leaders uh, forum, which has got no direction into the li- to, to the line of decision making in, in South Africa, but they have been recognized. And also Section 212 also recognizes uh, uh, traditional leadership. So the Constitution of South Africa uh, do recognize it, but there is no clarity on their role. And I think uh, there are quite a number of uh, uh, arguments on whether it is absolute or it should be dissolved as you open the discussion, because there is no respect for traditional leadership. Well, there's no respect, but there's a handsome amount that goes towards uh, traditional leaders um, countrywide. (laughs) But if their role and their duties and responsibilities are not clearly defined, why is, um, I mean, taxpayers' money going there? Yeah, I think the foundations of the two institutions are, are different. The the value and the ideas are, are, are different, and they are quite apart from each other. If you look into the traditional leadership, the traditional leadership follows a different path. They are not uh, elected, but they hold office through lineage, and they are there in offices for life whilst uh, on the other side the democratic uh, institution elects people uh, to 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 the positions or offices of decision making and that, that, that creates a discrepancy between the two institutions because the other one is non-democratic whilst the other is democratic which depends on the vote and yet the traditional leadership Now, let's actually dissect what, in a traditional sense, the role of a king is, and why is it that maybe our our current sphere, the democratic sphere, is not learning from how things are done from the the, the traditional side? Because I'm sure there are key learnings that we can take from there, uh, judging from the amount of fighting we see amongst political leaders, um, uh, you know, t- lack of delivery or delayed delivery. Um, but when it comes to the traditional leaders, there's more of, more respect in terms of consensus amongst the people. So why is it that it can't be the traditional leaders leading the way for the democratic leaders? Yeah, I think that would be an ideal uh, solution. Uh, for for the traditional leadership to be given an opportunity to lead, because 
mainly their role is to regulate social behavior within the communities. And they are in the call phase with communities. They understand the needs uh, uh, from the society because they they live among the people. It's unlike the local government, which uh, is controlled by municipalities and councillors, and yet the headmen and the the uh, and the chiefs, the Marcos, they know the people, they know what they need. If they can be integrated in such a way that it is formalized and legislated, then they can have a voice. Because what is important is the power to make decisions, so not to carry out instructions from from the municipalities. They must sit in the council meetings and have uh, a debate and take a collective uh, decision with, with the councillors because they are also catering for uh, communities and, uh, and service delivery will be more effective if the traditional leaders are involved. Let's take a quick break. After the break, I'd like you to explain to me why. Why can the kings not take that authority that you speak about? Why do they have to wait until power is given to them? I thought a king has, a, you know, an autonomy and the king can decree a thing and it is established. Answer this after the break, please, Professor. A-teams, um, I want to hear from you as A-teamers. Um, I mean, what do you think should be done? And what do you believe the role of traditional kings and traditional leaders is in our democratic uh, dispensation. Our guest is Professor Sihaukele uh, Ngubane, who is an African languages professor at the University of KwaZulu Natal. You can call in on 086-000-2032 or WhatsApp 0614-104107. SMSs go to 41391. All right, A-teamers, we continue with our conversation with uh, Professor Sihauke uh, Lengubane, who's a language professor at UKZN. Prof, before the break, Bengbusanji, uh, humbly so, who is supposed to be giving these kings the power or the authority to start um, decreeing and saying things, uh, as you put it earlier, that they need to be given the power or the platform or the authority? I think it depends on the system of our government, uh, our democratic, uh, our democratic government. They they hold on to the powers that exclude the traditional leadership. Uh, and when we talk of uh, a monarch, a monarch has no power over the state, unlike in in the United Kingdom, where we have a monarchy. A monarchy is in charge of the state. They become the head of the state. So they are part of the formal and legislative framework of running the country, which is not the same with our monarchs here. Our monarchs, they are mainly involved with um, customary law and customs and traditions, and they have got no power over the legislative role that is played by uh, governments like the British government. And even our neighbors here, Esotin, Esotin, the the king has powers over the state. He he is the head of state. So 
that there is that difference between ourselves, the role of the, our king here in South Africa and other other countries. So I think it needs to be debated by the politicians because uh, if you think of it, the traditional leaders or the king is involved with the social and also the political life of people that they lead. So they are the right people to lead in the country, but they are seen to be outdated and they are seen to be ignored and irrelevant in our modernity. And I think it's modernity and also the decisions that are taken by government that excludes them. Although they recognize them, but they don't have a tangible role that we can say this is their role, this is this is their authority and power that they have. Forming the the the, the structures like the traditional leadership structures doesn't give them powers uh, that are expected of them. So uh, I think the government or the head of state should also review uh, their powers. Maybe go back to Chapter 11 and try to amend the Constitution so that it can allow them to be decision makers in South Africa. All right, we're going to uh, call her KGM. Good evening, Atima. How are you? Good evening, Patricia. I'm I'm well, thank you. And I um, I know you're okay from having said that before. And good evening to um, Prof and and to my fellow listeners, Patricia. If I may use three minutes to just um, engage with the Prof on, on the following. Three minutes One. too long. Too long. Three minutes. <laughs> uh, half of that. Okay. Um, Firstly, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a bushman prof, and in uh-huh. in our in our culture, we we don't have the kingship and 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 the the, the monarch system. We we have what what I can explain to be a traditional leadership system. In other words, there's no lineage that controls or decides on who is the king or or the chief, or whatever the traditional uh, position is. It, it makes perfect sense to me, not only because I'm a Bushman, but also because if I was to ask you, Prof, let's take the, the Zulu, or even the Swati, or even the, uh, the Sesotho, Basotho monarch, who, who had the right to decide the first uh, household that was said to, be, to produce the first king? That answer, I bet you will never give it to me. Apart from the story that we are being told by the people from across the oceans. And maybe the, the parting shot is this. We, we claim to have a traditional system, yet we don't really even control it. Because this has been indoctrinated to us and controlled by the Westerners. Now, you talk, you keep on referring to government giving authority, government doing this. The governance system, as it is today, which we now call democratic system, found us here. What were we doing? What were we using? Were we that useless that we didn't have a system? The truth is we did. It has been shunned away, tucked away, kicked out, and 
we are now oppressed with systems that don't even give us, the, let alone the emulation of giving us the opportunity to, to lead ourselves. And Patricia, for you, uh, please, this is a very important topic, educationally so. If, if we can have more time to, to, to deliberate on this, bring Prof again or bring other, other participants in this so that we, we can not just inform one another but educate one another from different cultural backgrounds. We shouldn't look at the Zulu monarch as, as an example, as if there isn't other uh, traditional strongholds, so to speak, mm. or other tribes in the country. Patricia? Thank you so very much, KGM, and that's noted. I, I hope uh, the producer of the show is going to make it happen for us. Thank you. Now, okay. uh, Prof, I'm going to play a quick uh, voice note, and then I'll come back to you to respond to KGM, okay? Okay. Good evening, Sissy Patricia. Great show always. Good evening to your guests. Good evening to all our SFM listeners. It's Uncle JJ, the truck driver. What a great topic. Sissy Patricia, would you please ask your guest, why is it when we have uh, lost, when we have lost our, or when we have lost a king, there are so many fights, many fights within the king, within the kids or the family members. What benefit actually do they fight for? Is there anything special which they get for that post or what? Good evening, Patricia and your guest. I'd like to comment on the issue of traditional leaders and kings. First and foremost, governments found the traditional leadership system in existence. We governed our nations in accordance with our traditions and customs. Now we cannot wish them away because we are in a modern de democracy. Traditional leadership has got nothing to do with democracy. Democracy is a form of government that has been established by the white uh, rulers who took our land. Now, this issue about money is also out of line. All right, um, uh, Prof, um, let me come to you. We heard KGM. Can you respond to him and then our A-teamers' uh, voice notes? Yeah, maybe let me start there. I think we, we, we must uh, keep in mind that uh, traditional leadership has a pre-colonial history. We existed uh, pre before we were colonized, and then after colony, there was apartheid, uh, which followed a, a, a rule of divide and rule, and we divided into ethnic groups so that we can govern ourselves at, at that time. So when we, we, we moved or transformed to, to a democratic uh, dispensation. We, we we are now in 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 power as the the, the people, 
the black people or the African people because we say democratic government is the government for the people and the people in South Africa are indigenous people of this country. So I think uh, you've got a point that uh, their the, the system uh, focuses on uh, customs and traditions, but there is no limit, which is, the, which is fine. I don't disagree with that, and I don't dispute that. But in cases of uh, some of the, the kinship that we have, like Kosa, Mazu, Rabatimbu, Ravenda, Amandebele, Namampondo, Mbapit, there, there is this uh, inheritance from uh, the, the previous uh, administration and it's taken over through lineage, as I said earlier. So I, 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 I don't disagree with, with him. Uh, I think if we can, we, if their system works, then I, I think it, it, is, it was not affected by uh, demo, democracy. And then I come to the first voice note, why there is infighting. People have aspirations, and if you are from the royal family, you have an aspiration that one day uh, I will be uh, a king. So if, if a chance avails itself, then you want to get the opportunity, and there is a competition in any uh, polygamous environment. I, I think that's the main problem why we have this uh, 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 succession dispute. It's because of uh, the polygamous uh, marriage uh, structure, which encourages uh, competition among the children. So, uh, And also the incentive is not, it's not much that uh, the things receive from uh, government, but the, the power and the authority is something that uh, every uh, prince uh, looks forward to. So that, that's what causes uh, the, these disputes among the children of the kings once the king uh, passed on. If you allow me to move to the, the last next one. one. Yes, please do. Yeah. And if you can remind me the 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 the, 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 the last one. Well, let's well, let's briefly play. Do you still have it, Phineas? Please briefly play the last voice note that you played before this one. All right, it's no longer on the system. There's another one. Let's let's move on from it, Prof. Oh, okay, no, it's fine. Okay, play this one, Phineas. KG is right, but the unfortunate part of his assessment is to say. Democracy found us here, as if democracy is an imposition. Kingship was all over the world, even in Europe, Asia. People themselves changed because nobody can be born to rule. Remember the Asian chiefs and kings were, very, were, were, were valiant people who fought and won the battles. So they were in the armed struggle. But now we realize that when Caesar die, somebody come and fight. We can finish our tribes and nation by wars. We decided let it be a born one. We were trying to normalize. It became a government. Democracy is the same government. It's a step by step. We're going forward. And the traditional leader is just symbolic. They're long gone. 
because we cannot be ruled by someone who just born to rule even if he's not wise enough all right even if you are born to rule we should not be ruled that way um uh, but yeah prof we, we need to start uh, just you know coming to some conclusion because like i said earlier taxpayers money goes out to paying kings um traditional leaders should have a role since they are being paid but that role is not de- being defined and uh, somewhere along the lines um you know duties and uh, responsibilities are being blurred but uh, glory is still given so we need to find a way yeah no i think uh, you, you your assessment is correct that we need to uh, elevate the status and their role in the decision making uh, in terms of uh, meeting the demands of our diverse cultures because uh, south africa is multicultural so the, the traditional leaders understand each people's cultures and they have insight to what they need. And if you 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 you, you think of a society without a king, uh, there, there there are issues uh, that are indigenous, uh, like the ritual safety and security and and uh, safeguarding the tribal sovereignty, the land issue, uh, the, the, the traditional leaders are responsible for allocating land and distributing land. And also they deal with the land disputes because they are in the foreground of the, the challenges that uh, people face. And also we can encourage them to, to be involved in administration of justice. So I think what we need to, to do as, uh, as, as South Africans is to uh, combine and embrace the two institutions to make a strong institution because we can't compare ourselves with other countries because we are different. Like China, all everyone there is a Chinese. Uh, Everyone are Chinese, Japanese. Here we are. We have different ethnic groups that we need to accommodate, and the only way to accommodate them is to have kinship. And I think they still play a very important role in the welfare of the communities in South Africa, and they need to be given a clear role, which is formalized and legislated so that the whole process of their governance is regulated. And it would be nice, the land you speak of, uh, that they, you know, preside over and, you know, make judgments about, could be land that uh, gets title deeds. Because right now, as we sit in South Africa, most of the land that is owned by traditional chiefs or traditional leaders and kings, people don't get title deeds for those. So... That that also shows us that there's a huge disparity, although this was a system that was there before democracy, but it is a system that is highly undermined. Um, So these kings need to stand up for the people that they say they are kings for and actually start there. Because if Abant Masimakaya are still living in land that has no commercial value, really, it means we we are going nowhere very quickly. Yeah, I think we need to have more dialogues on this topic. It's a very 
sensitive and interesting uh, topic. Well, it is uh, very sensitive and interesting. Thank you very much for joining us, uh, Prof. And I'm hoping that we will have another conversation of this nature with you. No, you're welcome, Patricia. Well, uh, that was uh, Professor Sihaukele Ngubane, who's an African languages professor at the University of Guazul Natal.